0: Hello, I'm Natasha Mirosh. Welcome to Extra Virgin Postcards, where I invite a guest from around the world to share what they love about where they live, what there is to see and do, and where to eat and drink. You'll get insights that only a local would know. So whether you're looking for destination information or just armchair travelling, let this Extra Virgin Postcard take you away.
1: Hello, or should I say Ciao. My name is Laura Thayer, and I'm a writer, primarily a travel writer. I have lived on the Amalfi Coast for the past 15 years, the first 12 of them in a tiny village called Scala, which is located in the mountains between the better-known towns of Amalfi, which is the namesake town of the Amalfi Coast in Italy, and the town Ravello. For the past three years, I've lived right in the historic center of Amalfi, and while I miss the gorgeous views that we had from up in the mountains in Scala, I really love being right in the middle of the action in the town of Amalfi. And Amalfi, if you're not familiar with it, is located right in the middle of the Amalfi coastline, one of the top travel destinations in Italy, and for a very good reason, because it's absolutely beautiful. (laughs) This rocky coastline is dotted with small seaside towns and villages that are spread across the mountainsides, and it's located on a small peninsula on the western coast of Italy, just south of Naples. While it's a popular destination in its own right, it's also near other equally popular spots like the island of Capri and Sorrento, which is located on the northern side of the peninsula. And so just a short note for orientation, as it's often confusing for first-time visitors, Sorrento is not on the Amalfi coast, but it's not that far away. It's only a short bus ride or a ferry ride between the northern side of the peninsula, where Sorrento is at, and the southern side, the Amalfi Coast, where you'll find Amalfi, but also Positano, that famous vertical city, and the town of Ravello, which is famous for music. And beautiful gardens with incredible views along the coastline and the Gulf of Salerno. I particularly like living in Amalfi because it's so centrally located on the Amalfi Coast. Also because it's a main transport hub for buses and ferries. So it makes it quite easy to get around. And that also makes it a great spot and a a really good base if you're visiting the area because you can reach Positano by ferry. You can take a bus up into the mountains to see Ravello and you can really hit all of the top sites in the area. And you can also take a ferry to Capri or to Sorrento. So it's a nice central area. But the truth is, I love being in Amalfi because it was Amalfi that first captured my heart from the very first moment I saw it. I arrived for the first time in 2007 and it was a sunny February day and I stood near the beach and I looked up into this town that was set in a mountain valley with buildings clinging to the cliff sides and terraces of gardens. And later that night, I wrote in my travel journal, that I didn't know why, but that I just felt like this place would be important in my life. And how true that instinct was. (laughs) If you've traveled to a place that's really hit your heart, you know that feeling. And it was in fact, on that fateful trip to Italy on holiday with my mom, our tour guide for the entire week that we were on the Amalfi Coast. Well, the short version is that he's now my husband. (laughs) So I've been living on the Amalfi Coast since then, Even though I'm originally from America, I now have Italian citizenship as well and I love being a part of the community in Amalfi. And Amalfi is a friendly and an open city. For me, at least, it's one that I have seen for 15 years that continually embraces travelers from all over the world. I have never once felt out of place as a foreigner in Amalfi and that is 100% due to the warmth of the locals. It is a place where I feel like the people are as warm as the, the summer climate and just open. <laughs> they embrace people in a way that I have I've felt in much of Italy, but I just feel it especially in, in what has become my hometown. And I think in part, that's also because my husband was born and raised in Amalfi and to be a part of the community. But... I think there's just something very, very special about this place. But Amalfi is also an unexpected town. And that's actually the part that I like sharing about the most. While it's certainly a picturesque spot, it is so much more than a beach destination. Now, of course, the beaches with their rows of colorful umbrellas and that turquoise sea, it is spectacular. You just want to dive in and you never want to leave. But the town of Amalfi has a long and equally colorful history. And this is something that I think surprises a lot of people. Amalfi is actually the oldest maritime republic in Italy. It's older than the other very early sea republics, such as Venice and Pisa and Genoa. And in the golden age of Amalfi's republic, from, let's say, about the 9th to the 12th centuries, the town's trading ships actually crisscrossed the Mediterranean. They were going to Sicily, to Africa, to places as far away as Constantinople and Jerusalem, where the, the, they traded in, with their own currency. So it was it was well known the Republic of Amalfi, and Amalfi's sailors also made a significant contribution to the development of the compass for navigation. Actually. And they wrote maritime codes that were in use throughout the Mediterranean until the end of the 16th century. So while you may come to Amalfi today and look at it as simply a vacation spot, this small but powerful city-state in the Middle Ages created a lasting impact on navigation. So I love that. And I just I love how just dipping into the history of the town unravels so many interesting stories. And while you're in Amalfi, you can actually learn more about those stories if you go to the town's recently reopened civic museum, which is located in a spot you have to see anyway because it's this incredible 11th century arsenal where the town ships were built, and it is the only remaining arsenal as old as it is that you can still visit today in the west. So, again, just a little bit of surprising, surprising history that. That when you come into Amalfi, if you take if you take the time to look a little bit deeper, you'll find that there's a lot there to discover. And there's even more richness of the past of Amalfi. If you go into the, the Duomo of Amalfi, which is the town's cathedral, that's dedicated to Santa Andrea or St. Andrew. And there, while you're exploring the site, you can visit the very aptly named Cloister of Paradise because it's so peaceful and quiet. There's a small museum. You can visit the crypt of St. Andrew and the cathedral itself, which is well worth it. And also in town, definitely don't miss the paper museum, which is located in a historic paper mill at the top of town. Amalfi was one of the towns, another little tidbit of history, was one of the towns where paper was made, the earliest in the West. And so you can visit the museum, see how paper was made throughout the centuries. And then, of course, you're definitely going to want to stop in some of the beautiful paper stores in town where you can actually still buy paper that is made in the one remaining functional paper mill located at the top of the town up into the valley where the mountain stream still powers the paper mill today. Amalfi's historic center is very small and walkable, and there's a harbor in town that is busy, especially during the summer months with ferries and boats coming and going, And although the Amalfi Coast is famous for a lot of steps, much of Amalfi's waterfront and the town center is relatively flat, which is a luxury on the Amalfi Coast. But do keep in mind, another local tip, if you're not comfortable with a lot of stairs, do check in advance how many steps there are to your accommodation, which is especially important if it's a vacation rental, because the number of steps wherever you are on the Amalfi Coast can very, very quickly add up. Once you're anywhere away from the Amalfi Coast Road through town. And if you're right in Amalfi, anywhere away from the main square, the waterfront, or the one main street through town, you could have a lot of stairs. So just something to keep in mind. My typical weekend looks really different depending on the time of the year. The Amalfi Coast does have seasons, both weather-wise and also a tourist season. The tourist season runs from roughly Easter to the end of October. So in the summer, on a weekend, I'll often head to the beach. And my favorite local beach in Amalfi is actually located just west of town. And it's one of these tiny little beaches that you can only reach by boat. So in the, in Amalfi, you can take a little boat to get there. And it's called Santa Croce. And there's an excellent restaurant there called Da Teresa where you can eat overlooking the sea and swim and it's incredible. It's very rocky, so you'll definitely want to get a sunbed and an umbrella and just spend the day and forget everything. It's the place for that on the Amalfi Coast for me where I feel like I'm on holiday (laughs) when I go there. In spring and in autumn, I love going for hikes when it's a little bit cooler than the summer months. And from Amalfi, my favorite hike is to hike up into the valley that I mentioned, deep into the valley above Amalfi, where you actually go past some of the ruins of those old paper mills in town. And deep up, all the way at the top, there are beautiful waterfalls and this microclimate that feels almost tropical. And it's just such an incredible contrast from, from the beach to up into the valley. And I love it. And it's not a, not a very long walk or a hard walk, But it's one that I recommend, if you're interested in seeing a different side of the Amalfi Coast, is to definitely hike into the mountains because it's so different from the beaches and definitely worth doing. But it's not a weekend without some time with family. And Sundays, I often join my husband's family for a traditional Sunday lunch, which is always tasty as his sisters are excellent cooks. And if you love food, The Amalfi Coast, like really anywhere in Italy, but I'm partial to where I live, it's heaven for for foodies. The local specialties are, are very heavy in seafood, naturally, as it's the coastline. But you also find some locally produced products like lemons. Lemons have been grown on the Amalfi Coast in terraces for centuries. And it's still an important local Product And right in Amalfi, you can actually get a really close look at this tradition walking through the terraces of Lemon Grove and learning about it if you visit the Aceito family lemon farm, where they've been growing lemons for six generations. It's an incredible story and an incredible family that are continuing this tradition right in Amalfi. After that, you're going to also want to try some of the local pastries and desserts that all feature often feature lemons because this is the thing to try on the Amalfi coast and my favorite spot in Amalfi is called Pasticheria Panza which is right in the town's main square next to the cathedral and they've been perfecting desserts and chocolates since 1830. It's the place to go. It's also a great spot to get an aperitivo right in the town square but you have to go you have to try the desserts especially if you like lemons the Delizia Limone is a, is a classic Amalfi Coast lemon dessert that is perfect. <laughs> For great spots to eat, I uh, naturally go close to the sea. I love looking out at out at the water while I'm eating. So my two favorite spots right in Amalfi are called Ristorante Marina Grande, which overlooks the town's main beach, which is also called Marina Grande. And another great little restaurant called Lido Azzurro, which is set right on the harbor in town. So they're both right in town, right on the water, and the food is incredible. Of course, don't forget to finish off any meal with an ice-cold glass of limoncello, which again, features the locally-grown lemon. It's a liqueur made with lemons, and it's traditionally served as a digestivo, which means it's served at the end of the meal in a very small glass, and you definitely want to sip it as it's extremely strong, <laughs> but it's very refreshing. Most restaurants will actually make their own, However, if you want to take some home, I again suggest going to the Acheito family. They have a shop right in the town square of Amalfi because they make their limoncello from the lemons in Amalfi, all organic. And you can take that home and have a little taste of Amalfi wherever you are. My last tip is that while I love living on the Amalfi Coast year round and do encourage people to visit throughout the year, do keep in mind that the ferries which run along the Amalfi Coast and connect all of the little towns and they are by far the best way to get around because you avoid traffic, you avoid parking and you get a, a view of the coastline, which is, a, which is spectacular. They only run seasonally from again about April or Easter time. Technically if Easter is early, they can start a bit earlier than April and they run through the end of October, weather permitting. The reason the ferries don't run year round is that the winter, the seas can often be a bit too rough for the ferry service. However, it's still an excellent time to visit. It can be a little bit rainy from November through Easter, but on the nice days, it's spectacular and you'll find a much more sort of local experience. So I, I always suggest if, if you're not coming just for the beach, you're coming for the beach you need to come in june july august is very busy september is incredible for the beach as well but if you're not coming for the beach if you're coming to enjoy the coastline or hiking or just the experience of visiting this part of italy i also i always suggest consider coming off season or the shoulder season they call it from early spring or late autumn it can be incredible as well after all that is when i fell in love with the wealthy too So thanks so much, Natasha, for having me on and to share my postcard from Amalfi. I hope that your travels will bring you one day soon to the Amalfi Coast.
0: You've been listening to Extra Virgin, a podcast for the Epicurious. You can get more great food and travel inspiration, including stories, recipes, reviews and more on our website, www.extravirginfoodandtravel.com. You can also follow Extra Virgin Food and Travel on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook or email us at extravirginfoodandtravel@gmail.com. at gmail.com. If you haven't already, go to Apple, Spotify or Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts to download and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until we meet again, bon voyage and bon appétit.